Hey, hold we always what time in? Uh, hassled. 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 I was trying to do an accent. An accent. Hassled. What accent are you trying to do? You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. Yo, what's up, everyone? And we are back with the our first episode of uh, 2019. How's everyone doing? We good? Fantastic. We are currently out. Sorry, I'm, I'm good, mate. Three days in, man. <laughs> Feeling it. No, I'm, I'm joking. It's been amazing so far. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're currently out on the Rebellion 8 tour and we are in a... Hazult. Hazult. Hazult? Hazult in Belgium. In Belgium. Do your accent. Hazult. That was a Chinese person from Hassel. You're putting fucking. Uh, Might have been Vietnamese. Yeah. When Steve McLaren uh, took over, who did he take over? Oh, he took uh, over um, 20. Oh, and yeah. you put in that fucking Dutch accent. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was terrible. It's awful. Yeah, you were. That, that went a little bit pear shaped. Yeah. 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 So that voice. McLaren. Sorry, that voice you hear. Um, we have a very, 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 that's a lot, a lot of verys. A lot of verys. A lot of verys. Special guest in the building, or should I say, uh, nightliner. In the lounge. In the lounge. <laughs> in the a ups- guy I've known. Upstairs lounge. In the ups- oh yeah, we should, two lounges, by the way. Yeah. Two lounges. <laughs> this guy I've known for, what, 20 plus years. Yeah. Consider him a very good friend. Very Likewise. good guy. Very good guy. Cheers. Should we introduce his name? Go on, you go, Mama. You do it. You, you introduce yourself. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a... Uh, uh, Bobby Payne, right? Bobby Payne. <laughs> Bob from Payne, from like Ball that. from Payne. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, thank you, guys. Cheers so, for having me. No, Bob, man, thank you for uh, coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, always. So, how are you, man? How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, you know. It's the first day of tour. It's actually more relaxing to be out, you know, to be getting up in the morning and not running around like crazy. <laughs> not running around like crazy, you know. Okay. Just running around a little bit. But, you know, everything's cool. Everything's, I'm good. Yeah, so uh, explain where we are. We're on the Rebellion 8 tour and there's... Yeah. Well as obviously performing with Born From Pain, you are tour managing. I'm tour managing, yeah. Tour managing and singing and uh, on double duty, basically. But, See, you know. This guy likes the money. For that's someone that's doing all that stuff, <laughs> man, yeah, you man. look very non-stressed. I think I'd be pulling my non-existent hair out already. <laughs> uh, that's, that's because I just ignore most requests of the opening bands, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually, got, we've actually got a couple of requests after. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that off there. Oh, uh, you know, like if it's if it's if it's requests of that nature, in your case, Lewis is not a problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave the room. Oh, shit. That, that, that's the better parts of tour, you know. <laughs> is that what that type of Vaseline's for over there? Possibly. Must be. So I was gonna say, like, how did you get into the tour managing thing? Like, how did that start? Uh that actually started because well, you you. Some of you or all of you might be familiar with my good friend Harold. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Big up Harold. Yeah, and he um, he used to do merch and um, later on proceeded to tour manage Mabel for a couple of tours. But parallel to that, he was doing uh, bands like Down and Airborne, like bigger metal bands, and um, he already uh, he was already going on tour with with Madball originally in Europe for the summer, but Down asked him to come to the states. 
and do a tour with, with them for like a month or longer. And he was like, oh my God, you know, like I can't be an asshole and cancel this Madball tour, you know, and and he was really, but he's like, oh, there's such a big chance, you know, this and that. And I said, well, if, if I mean, we 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 had toured with Madball before, with Born From Pain, so I said, why don't you just propose I do it, you know, like I can take over and you can go on tour. And I think Freddie was a little bit reluctant at the beginning because he was like, well, you know, like he didn't know me as someone who tour manages. And you thought... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the most beautiful guy. So they were like, uh, you know, I have to hang around this guy. But uh, then he said, "All right, yeah, let's try it." And uh, it's been uh, it's been love at first sight ever since. Yeah, I know. On my side, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been going like I've been I've been with these guys for nine years now. You've been tour manager wow. in Madball for nine years. Yeah, since two thousand two thousand and nine. Wow, man, shit. Yeah. Is that like a, is this like a full-time thing for you? Like a job as well? No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, it isn't. I just, I just tour manage Madball because it, it organically grew into like, you know, like that thing it is now. But I never, I was never going, I was never in the back of my mind at the thought of making a career out of that or something, you know? So, I mean, between this and Born From Pain, I'm out, I'm out more than enough a year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't have that urge anymore to be out on the road for 250 or 300 days a year, you know? I mean, yeah, I can't yeah, even yeah. afford it. So, uh, I just, I, I'm, but I've, I freelance IT training and stuff like that. So, I do that. And between all of that, I would say, you know. So, you're a man of many talents. Uh, it's interpretable, but uh, yeah, you could say so. You know? Fingers in many holes. Oh, shit. Sure. I was saying, with these lot, like, um, for us, being on the Nightliners, like, yeah. an amazing experience. You don't get to do it much. Yeah. But we can see, like, from the third day in, you can see how people turn into alcoholics and drugs. Yes. Because you've got so much... You got too time. much time. Too much time. I mean, you, there's a beer there and you're just like, let me just have a drink. Yeah. And I'm like, I've at McDonald's for the past four days. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm yeah, on a McDonald's yeah. band now. Are you, do, are you doing, the, are you doing the, the, the scale challenge where you weigh yourself before you go on tour and after? Oh, is that what people do? No, no. I think we just have to look in the oh, mirror. Is, yeah. Oh, shit. This is not what everybody does? Okay, I've, I've, cut that out. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I put my fucking head firmly in the sand. <laughs> when it comes to my weight, man, I don't, I don't want to fucking know anymore. No? Yeah, I, I started confronting myself after after we did this Christmas tour. Last Christmas, we were born for pain. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, what happened? And, uh, I've been, uh, no, the last two months have been very good. I've been very much going back to where I wanted to be. So that's cool, you know? I mean, do you try and when you f was first tour managing, yeah. did you find yourself just getting into really bad habits? Well, I found myself getting into it was it was parallel to the time that I started drinking again after being straight edge for a long time. So uh, I got into bad habits as it was tour managing and all. So <laughs> it was. <laughs> you all know that Bob likes fun, having fun. Say what? I said we all know that you like having fun. Yeah, so well, with a bear, yeah. that's times look. 100 <laughs> well there you go you know so a, anyway let's talk about Born From Pain man like, sure. I, I've written some notes down because I'm a bit brain dead at the moment and uh, Born From Pain like was one of the first bands I think from Europe that Knuckle Dust like had that bond with yeah. like um, and I think I'm trying to think the first time I met you and what comes to mind is when we we done a, a Red show Eye so it wasn't Sheffield because I was going to say Sheffield nah we the first time we came over it's like we knew somehow we knew Pierre I don't know I don't know how and what Grinder was a, a website called, uh, and, oh Grinder wasn't out then sorry yeah. 
It's <laughs> early development stage. <laughs> Sorry, God, I yeah. mean, it could have been definitely, but you know, like... Uh, uh, just just them adverts that you find in them CD magazines, mate. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. picked a London before and I picked those red telephone boots, you know, like I picked the number. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. It said, it said, it said, lovely, lovely Peruvian boy up for... Hardcore action. And I was like, I was like, wow. You know? And can sing. I called him up, he's like, we can do that and we can book a tour. So that happened. Now, we were, uh, I think we were around with Born From Pain for like, I mean, not even a year or something and we were playing shows and somehow we wanted to go over to England and we like I hit up Pierre and I said yeah if you can book a show we're just coming out you know like just having fun and see you you know like he calls me back in the week and said I booked eight shows for you said there's only seven days like yeah he played two shows in one day too I'm like Jesus fucking Christ this <laughs> oh, guy booked shit. us a whole England tour in a week <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and the first I don't know if you were there but the first time when I met Ray and Pierre and all those guys I don't even know if he played with Nicholas was it the Red Eye that was the first show the Red uh, Eye was yeah. a club Beyond sharing, sharing cross. Is no, it was it, uh, it was King's Cross. King's Cross. That's yeah, right. We've talked about the, the red eye on this on, on this podcast many times, man. Oh yeah, because that was like the venue back in the day, man. Yeah. That was like our spot. Yeah, that, that's that's what I figured it was, right? Yeah. Because we came back a week later, played the red eye again. Can you remember what <laughs> on that tour? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can you? Every, that was a Sunday night, wasn't it? Every Sunday night you had a gig on. Oh yeah, that's why, and that's yeah. the only venue we really had back then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Can you yeah. remember which bands were supporting? What were they called? We were talking about the other day with the naked drummer. Who, 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 Assert. Assert. Assert was I that Assert, man. A lot of people yeah. didn't like Assert, but I always really liked them. Yeah. The only thing I remember was this guy in his bare ass. Yeah, yeah. with his balls yeah. hanging. He, uh, rest in peace, he passed away, man. Yeah, I heard about but that. Yeah, well. yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. But like, yeah, I remember them. And we might have, I don't know, maybe something like Area Effect. I don't fucking know. Area Effect. Wow. Area Effect. Was that Manchester? It was Manchester, right? Yeah. 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 Sheffield, that, that's a show that I was referring to. That's the first show that I thought I met you. And that was at the Speakeasy in Sheffield. Oh, but, I don't remember that. I can't remember. But what I was going to say, um, I always have banter with you about this. And I was going to when we first started, we like didn't really know how to play. We had shitty equipment. And we were just sounded like shit. And I remember you guys just come and you but rolled on with these like cabs. You had the fucking, you had all the gear. You know you need a cab to get sound out of your equipment. <laughs> yeah, but what okay, I'm saying I is understand. we had like combo amps and shit. Like, oh, you, you had, <laughs> that's how bad we was like. And I remember you just fucking just came on, you just blasted everyone away. And we was like, that's the first time I saw a band that was yeah. doing our type of music but doing it properly man oh, cheers yeah. cheers Do you, well, know, you, know what, you know what it was back in the day we were always like yeah. Yeah, we, we, well, we were well aware that we didn't do anything that was new to this world sound wise you know we just tried to do the music we liked yeah. and, and she's just like I was always I think especially me but also everybody else at that point was very gung-ho about going places with the band like not making necessarily a career but just wanting to play everywhere you know and like we were like if we want to do this right, we should at least be on point with equipment and sound and everything. You know, that was always a very big thing for us to be on point like that, you know? That's fair enough. And, um, you know, well, that, that's what basically, but I don't know what it was it that early already because in the early days we sounded shitty too. No, but well. When I talk to Dom now, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Dom who plays guitar for us now, he, he started playing with us in 2010 two I think or 2003 yeah. he said when I saw you guys because he'd been seeing us almost since the first show and he said when I saw you guys back then you guys were definitely sound wise and playing wise you guys were definitely not up to par so. really is that what he said 
I yeah. don't know what he would have yeah. thought of the bands from England. Man, yeah. <laughs> he's also, Especially he's also, London. He's also nicknamed Dumbo Negative, you know, so, I don't, <laughs> so it might be, might be that. I, what? I remember turning up to like one of my first gigs where I'd bought a head to the gig and I felt like I was a fucking pro because I turned up with a head instead of just my guitar and a pedal everybody goes like look at this prick with his fucking yeah. fucking <laughs> look, at this, look at this fancy cunt look conceited oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who the fuck does he, he think he is I mean what what I always liked about you guys is I remember like I, I had a, sh a, sh a shitty guitar set up and I used to use a metal zone pedal you and you I, you are you, but you are the, the you you must have the copyright to what they call a lawnmower sound. <laughs> I think I dubbed it the lawnmower sound. <laughs> that's what you guys used to say. Your guitar yeah. sounds like a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> but what I liked about you guys, you know, like you, you know, um, when you play a show, you know that oh, it was kind of shit. But you come off stage and people will be like, "Oh yeah, your show was amazing." When you know that they know it was shit. You you used to always say to me, Wait, my man, you were shit today, man. <laughs> <laughs> or, or your guitar sounds honestly completely out of shit. And I always I'm sorry. No, but I like that because that was just real for me. I was like, this is a real person, man. Alright, so, um, good. I, I, if that if that is what but you know what you took away from that then thank you it wasn't meant any 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 different way but I remember you coming up to us at some point and saying what would you do about this sound then you know like or something like that or whatever it was yeah or I think when Theo signed you guys he was like hey talk to these guys you know oh, like, no. like I'm the last one to talk I'm the most untechnical person ever you know like but, I mean I used to play bass but like everybody knows I couldn't so this you know? <laughs> 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 was just you know the the, the, the thing was Shay and me wanted to start a band and you know like I could play bass like a tiny bit and he couldn't do anything so I'm like okay you sing I play bass that's how it went you know that's, that's how it all came together Most yeah because I was never only being able to do a little bit though like yeah everyone starts being that's why we choose hardcore because you need <laughs> yeah you need free calls oh yeah true yeah. Yeah. but the weird thing is I never played instruments before I was always a singer in all my other bands it was like oh you see so you started out as a singer yeah, I was it like I played this band Feeding the Fire? And oh, that was I like, that. yeah, that was like, I always just sang. So that's why this was later on a natural progression to come back. Everybody's like, why don't you just sing again? You know, like. And I say, ah, see, we're getting, we're getting, this is all starting to make sense, man. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you, like, so what was your introduction into hardcore? Like, how did you, for you, man? Uh, uh, for me, the first, the first things I got of like punk hardcore was through, um, basically to trash metal, you know, like dudes like Metallica, Slayer wearing like Dead Kennedy shirts, GBH shirts, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm curious about that. And like, that became a little bit trendy in the in the mid eighties, you know, like to be a metal guy and be into punk and hardcore a little bit, you know, and mm -hmm. I started to check stuff out. And to be honest, when I heard GBH the first time, that Give Me Fire song, I was like, yo, this, this sucks. <laughs> this is this is not hard at all you know what the fuck is this you know I was used to listening to you know like Possessed and like Exodus Bonded by Blood and stuff like that and I was like oh, okay, this, yeah. this, this, this is whatever you know like what do these guys think is so cool about this you know and um but you know like what I really liked what I got into hardcore with was like Misfits, especially the uh, the Earth AD album, was very trashy, hardcore, you know, and then uh, stuff like uh, uh, AF, Victim and Pain, uh, The Accused. I don't know if you guys remember that band or know that band. The Accused. The Accused nah. is like a crossover band. No, nah, I never heard of them. Never yeah. Heard of them. Yeah, and they were like very trashy, mixed that 
thrash medley sound with hardcore a lot and that was like uh you know that was like kind of a purgatory to get into to the proper thing you know and that later on that just started you know how it goes and you you turn 16 you sell all your fucking iron maiden records because that's not cool and yeah. like two years later you think what an asshole am i fucking sold all my records you know so stupid do you think that we're seeing that that when you go to your first hardcore show and you see the energy especially yeah. back then like the energy that a lot of those shows had do you think that kind of like would make more sense of the music on tape you know what I mean? Is that kind of because I think that for a lot of people it follows that way. They kind of like listen to it and they're like, okay, okay, and then they'll go and see it live and yeah. then, holy that's shit, that's where they get quick. Yeah, now. yeah. I remember going to my funk first uh, hardcore punk show, which was a very local show, and like our scene is, it's like a small town. It's like it had like a couple of metal guys there, gothic dudes and and girls and like punks and skinheads. I just remember being very violent. It was always fights, you know, and I was like, I was like, I was like 16 or 15. I was like, holy fuck, you know, like this is, this is crazy, you know, what like was, was that, 1962? <laughs> <laughs> 49, just after the war, you know, was just like <laughs> but um, nah, yeah, you know, like, and, and that I really, the, the show for me that really did it where I was like, yeah, I think this is my thing is I was like 16 or something or maybe, yeah, it must've been around that. And uh, there was a bus trip. To, it was only like 40, 50k, but like they went to uh, to the exploited, and it was all like skinheads, punks, and yeah, hawker yeah, dudes, yeah. and like exploited. That was the heyday back then, and it was like that yeah, show was insane, yeah, really yeah. insane, yeah. like insane, insane, like from people shooting up in the toilets to like I, I, I kid you not, like scum punky, like crusty, like skinheads, violent fights, broken noses, and I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Let's let's go to the next one of these. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah, after yeah. that, it was all downhill from there because, like, never seen a crazier show like that any from from that point on, but whatever, you know? I, was I just, remember seeing them in the mid-90s or late-90s, the exploited, and it was fucking... I felt... You felt kind of in danger, but it was, yeah. like, good as well. You yeah. felt like you weren't safe. Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. Yeah, I've got a spunk all over my man. Yeah, so we're back, man. We had to have a short break because Ironed Out had to sound check and we sounded amazing. What? <laughs> I sounded amazing. These lot were. I was, yeah, I mean. You've been getting a lot of props for your bass playing, huh? I know, man. I see yeah. a lot of people coming up to you going like, yo, you're such a good bass player. You're so handsome. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot, man. I, but you know, it's nice. I started out on the bass. Like, I started out in the soul band. Are you, are you, more, are you more bass player than the guitars, actually? I would say, I think my fingers are built for a bass. Yeah. The long man, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. For a bass. You don't play with a pick, right? Nah, 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 nah. Especially in Ironed Out, the way the type of music we play, like, yeah. it's better to do it with the fingers because you can hit the yeah. groove better. Yeah. But less about me and more about you. All right. Because well, you're well. the important one. <laughs> oh, flicking the, flicking the bean with the strings on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when do you decide? So, what was we, what was we saying? You was uh, talking about some of your early influences. Yeah. And um, I wanted to ask you, what was like, so what was like the Holland scene like back when you started getting into that type of music and then you just discovered hardcore? What were the bands in uh, Holland or even mainland Europe that you started that were really like... Stripe to you, like... Yeah, but I really, but really like... Um, this, there were some German bands like uh, Spermbirds. 
probably never heard, heard of those. Huh? Yeah, sperm birds were good. They had like uh, they were German bands that sounded pretty hardcore. You know, like there were not a lot of European bands that sounded American hardcoreish. Sperm birds did. Okay. And, uh, they had a they had a singer from the US. I think it was a GI bait like station on a base somewhere in Germany. They sounded pretty hard. I was really into that. And uh, you had a couple other bands like Jingle the Lunch, Challenger Crew. Never like, heard of them. Nah, nah, that is like I'm talking. I'm talking mid end eighties here. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Just started discovering shit underground stuff. You know. So you got into this shit early, early, like. Yeah, I think I was like, I was like, um, I must have been fifteen, sixteen. So I mean, I'm born in seventy one. So you, you, you do the count. Do the maths. Do the math. Yeah, it must have been like mid mid eighties, something like that. You know. So and that's what the kind of stuff I was into. And then when I started started doing bands. You know, like, there were a couple of bands that started to pop up that were good, like, really proper sounding hardcore bands with a message, like Profound, and Manifesting Banner, and bands like that, you know? Yeah. And that's what I was really into, you know? Right Direction? Uh, Backfire? Those guys, those are... Are they before Born From Pain? Yeah, they they, they were kind of, yeah. They were, Backfire was just, like, a couple of years earlier, Right Direction, more years than that, but they were, like, always... I don't know, we... In the beginning, we never got along with... With, with those guys I don't know for God, for God knows what kind of a reason <laughs> you hear that, that was <laughs> <laughs> no they know I mean yeah. like that was always that was always I never knew that you had beef a bit of a beef yeah it was like <laughs> never a physical beef but it was more like oh this and that you know blah 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 never no, no one was really you know but then um, Richie who uh, was yeah rest uh, in peace God rest his soul you know yeah. like he's like uh, he he kind of started bringing it a little bit back together when we started up all for pain i was like yeah let's you know we played a release show of theirs and they played with us and that was and then it all normaled out you know like we've been you know we've been friends with those guys for years and years now so i mean but that was but they were a little bit earlier than us yeah okay cool man so yeah. who, who's idea was it to start born from pain me and che like we were basically when thing the fire split up which was in 96 i think we were, um, I was getting into heavier music, like heavier kind of hardcore away from like the, the, the more straight edge youth crew sounding stuff and like like typical classical hardcore. And like bands like Stigmata came around, Marauder put out the, the, that first split with Stigmata. Yeah. And then you had the first Under the Knife, the Hate Breed, you know, like and All Our War and, and you know, like and I was, we were like just listening to all that shit. We we're like, yo, we gotta start a band like this. We just gotta. We were not like, oh, we gotta sound special. We gotta sound exactly like this. So we started basically sounding like Hatebreed and all those bands. Which yeah, I was gonna say, did you get accused of like um? Oh yeah, sound like Hatebreed. Yeah, people were like, oh, this is Euro Hatebreed. I, I think that's what happens for a lot of bands from yeah. UK and Europe that you try and replicate a sound with a band that's from America. Is that you're just trying to jump on a hype, or whatever? But yeah. you're obviously influenced by your influences. I don't see it as a band. Yeah, no, no, no me no. neither. I agree. And like the thing is like. Uh, I mean, we were just having fun doing it. You know, we we never thought this was going to wait away. We never thought this was going to go the way it went after that. You know, like what downhill. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. in many ways it did. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. My life, but <laughs> no, no, not at all, man. <laughs> no, but you know what it is. Like, we started out doing local shows. Some of which you guys played with Knuckle Dust because, yeah, yeah? We, yeah. And we were like, oh, we always got a great response back home, and like because of you know like trading shows with we guys like you other people you know and like we ended up playing places and then all of a sudden you know like people took such a liking that they were they were really asking us to play everywhere you know we we're like holy fuck and that's when that's when we actually started like okay we gotta get we gotta really have a good sound we gotta buy good equipment you know yeah and then we started putting all our money into that kind of stuff you know and it was like nah, no yeah 
like I said, when I first heard you, I was blown away, man, by how, you know what I mean? To me, he's mad professional, man. But So you had Shay on vocals. Yeah. Who was it? I was going to say Northern Cole. Who? On Northern Cole. Cole. Cole? Cole. Oh, My Cole. accent. Northern Cole. Oh. Northern Cole. All right. He, okay. wasn't, he weren't the first guitarist. Who was the first? Cause no, he wasn't. Like, um, he, he came, that thing went like this. We, the, the, the first time we came to England, we met Carl. He was playing Canvas back then. Ah, yes, yes, yes. he put on a show for us, or he, nah, it was Sheep that put the show on for us. We slept, I think, at, they were all like that old, I don't know, you guys probably know all that, that whole whole scene in Leeds, and we were staying at like- That uh, scene was good, yeah, popping, (laughs) it was popping scene, man. Yeah, Yeah, and we stayed at people's places, and we stayed at Carl's house, I think. And uh, he was, I was like, yeah, he was really, really into the band. He put out that first, the, the Immortality, the mini CD, first didn't come out at Theos, came out on Carl's label. I don't even fucking know what it's called anymore. What was that called? Immort- immortality. Yeah. Yeah, the, I know yeah, what yeah, that's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Contrition oh, Records. Contrition Records. Oh, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and after that, he didn't want to, he didn't want to do a repress and Theo's like, oh, put it out. Oh, let me put, that to re- put the record out and that became GSR. <laughs> yeah. GSR, is it number one or two or three? I don't know. That's what it became. So, um, but we said to Carl because he was always enthusiastic. I said to Carl at one point, like, if anyone leaves the band to plays guitar, you can play for us. And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll move over. I'm like, no, you won't. He's like, yeah, give me a call if, if that happens. And sure enough, after a while, like, um, not after a while, but a year or two years later, uh, Survey, our, our original guitarist, he left. Yeah. And I called up Carl. Carl was like, yeah, I'll move. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, that's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. That was n- I remember him telling me, and I was like, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. I thought it was nuts. Yeah. Like, but he didn't have much, not much to do. He worked He worked at USC in Leeds. You know where USC is? Clothing shop. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. And he had this whole, I probably shouldn't be saying this Say on the podcast, but, but he had a whole scam where he like scammed a store. Really? <laughs> That never happened. Cut it out. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's so like... We're out of business now. <laughs> now we know why. <laughs> but uh, anyways, like he was he was doing that kind of stuff. But I think he was not happy with... He was not happy in Canvas anymore because he wanted to play that kind of music we were doing. Yeah, because Canvas were quite like... Um, like quite, what's the word? Technical, like, techie, like... What, what would you... How would you Congress, how would you... Congress? They're not like Congress, yeah. but how would oh. you define that style? You know, like where it's... It's not Pacific. There's a, there's a word for it. It's, it's kind of like a noise core. Yeah, what, what, noise, what do you call it? Yeah. Noise core. Yeah, something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, like heavy as fuck. I thought but like noisy really and... No, they, they, were good, they were a good yeah. band. They became more experimental later on. But yeah, like, yeah. they were good when like they they were a heavy band. But I didn't think he went... I think he just wanted a change in life too, you know? Yeah. And then nah, he came over enough. and ruined our lives. So... <laughs> <laughs> So that brings me on to our next question about Gangstar. Like, so Theo GSR, who Knuckle Dust has been with for a long time. Yeah. Like, you and Theo, how did you know each other? He just, uh, he he was at a, I think he was doing a distro at a show. Okay. Something, and we talked to each other, you know, and he's already asked if he could come to show or whatever. And he was like, oh, I think you guys are really good, you know, like, uh, I want to put you guys out and blah, 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 blah. Now, the first thing he actually did is put us on that Call Us Live tour, that first one. He's like, oh, you guys, you know, you can be support. And that was our first Euro tour in 98. Oh, we were on tour with those guys for like three and a half weeks. What was that, that like? Crazy. And that was crazy. Like the, first, the first night we, we met those guys, we played somewhere in the north of Holland. Like we we rolled up and we, we, well, let me put this way. We started, the show as it started anyways was, was rough because we were 
dancing and it was like there was a lot of that there was a village with a lot of i think locals that had never heard of that kind of music and the way the people behave at a show like that so it was it, yeah it was very violent got into fights police came to get walter a drummer they wanted to arrest him he had to hide under the merch table then <laughs> call us call us call us live started i think it might have been during call us live set already but johnny hate rest his soul as well johnny's gone yeah. unfortunately yeah he um he came off the plane completely high on something oh, completely wow. out of this world and he was like and they were already like hey this guy can't play you know like it's crazy and they're like oh fuck this blah 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 and then uh they started playing and like he was i guess you know like mike bassist he kicked him in the back because he was doing all kinds of crazy shit and the stage had a weird like um how do you call it uh, uh, a weird fence in front of it so which came to like middle height so he fell over bumped back oh kind shit. Of, <laughs> like, just didn't oh. fall over bumped back and then while he bumps back he turns and jeff just hits him with the mic in the face pop and drops oh, it. and we're like oh this is a good Welcome to the tour. three and a half weeks of touring <laughs> is this how it's gonna be huh and uh it's i mean it did the one There, were, there wasn't any shows that were crazier than that one in that department, but it was pretty crazy. Like this, yeah, yeah, that was. But that was a great time. Still talk to a couple of those guys. They're like great. I love shit like like that's that's what at the time it feels like nuts. But then that's you can laugh about it. You can yeah, you know what I mean, reminisce and like think about it. Yeah, at the same time you look at it, you're like, what the fuck? And the same time you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I mean. You know, like it's it's better than than being a two of boring dudes. You know, like but us, they, like us. Yeah, yeah okay. we haven't punched that, anyone that yet. Actually, yeah. we need to find someone to. Can we I punch you with a mic? Steve? In, no, no, you can't. No, Lewis, um, can I punch you with a mic? Good mate. All right. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we Steve, Steve let's let's re let's remember that the guitars got punched. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that, that's the only the guitars got punched. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm paid based on this band, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know what? I don't think it's because we're getting older, in it. But we haven't got into any fights, like any trouble, or anything since we've been in this band. You're gonna think, jinx it now. Something's yeah, gonna happen tonight, gonna isn't it? Someone's to gonna murder the door, throwing out of a window. Reclaiming the crown, man. That was your first release on GSR, like fucking yeah. classic, classic album, man. Cheers. Like the production on it was fucking fat, fucking. That sold a whole a hell of a lot of uh, CDs, right? Well, for a hardcore band on that level, it might have. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk numbers? We allowed to get specific on this. I mean, I mean, what, what's a lot? That probably. I mean, for well, that specific number, you probably have to talk to Theo because he probably held back half the numbers from us. <laughs> But <laughs> we're talking over. Well, from a hardcore point of view, over t over ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Are we hitting fifteen? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Now, if you sense of time did for sure. That's fucking like you think if you sell ten thousand CDs now. Yeah. That's. Really good, right? Yeah, reclaiming all over 10, and I think Sands might have hit 15, maybe more, with all the licenses. It, was, it had a South American license, had a US license. Oh, was it released in them countries as well? Sense of Time was, yeah. I, said, I didn't realize that, man. Yeah, so that was that. That is actually how we got hooked up with uh, with Metal Blade. The guy who did the license in the states had a sub label. Yeah, and he was doing work for Metal Blade too, and he he was talking to all these Metal Blade people in LA, and at that time, you know, like. The, the, the whole heavier hardcore metalcore thing was starting to be a thing and all these independent metal labels like Metal Blade Nuclear Blast Century Media they, was, they were trying to pick up Euro bands that you could spear point that kind of you know for them and like maybe as an 
inside for a couple of the US bands because I know for a fact that we got signed to Metal Blade because they wanted some European bands that kind of were into that sound to also, you know, maybe even away a little bit for bands like Unearth and stuff like that, you know, like to something, you know. Not yeah, that so. Unearth needed any uh, evening of the path, you know. I mean, that was a very popular band at that, uh, at yeah, that point yeah. in time. But like, um, I think it was just more to uh, to also have a European band like that. So everybody started signing that stuff. Like that band Maroon got signed to Century Media. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then as like Heaven Shall Burn got signed to Century Media, but and that's a fucking, completely different level. Yeah, anyways. yeah, they're completely huge now. Right? Yeah, and there were a couple of bands, you know, like we we got offers from from all three basically back then, and we went with with the Metal Blade one because the European guy who Link. run that was an old hardcore dude. Ah. Uh, he used to he used to be on like he knew all his Napalm Dead guys from back in the like the cross days and shit like that you know and he knew exactly what we were as a band attitude wise and everything like he didn't need to explain to him what hardcore was you know he knew exactly what we wanted and what we were and he was like and that guy's always been very good to us and unfortunately we've been saying this a lot but rest in peace for him too because that guy's gone too oh wow Michael man. Tranger rest in peace yeah yeah and, uh, but you know like that was that's true. That license of sense of time, we actually, I think, we owe a deal of Metal Blade to that. So, have you? Do you own all your publishing? Say what? Do you own all your publishing? No. <laughs> not for That's those That's a right nerdy question, like, but I've, I've been thinking about publishing not for that recently. Not then, for those records, but the thing yeah. is, like, I think the, um, that must be that long a time ago. You, we might have it now. I don't know. That okay. contract might have expired. I don't know. You look into that, man. I'm take a look at that. <laughs> But um, Born From Pain, like, you was one of the first bands that I remember you bought your own van and yeah. you went for it, like, full time. I thought that was quite a brave thing to do, man. Like, um, what kind of... Was that a conscious decision? Did you, did you say, right, we're going to try and make a thing of this and make a living from it and yeah, we got well, a lot of pressure? Well, first off, I have to say, like, everybody always thinks it was a full-time thing. and not, not for everybody in the band it was a full-time thing, you know? Like, the, the thing is, I always I always did stuff on the side. I always worked on the side, always. We, at a certain point, we made, I would say, very good side money, but never lived off a band. Like, you could probably pay your bills off it, but that was it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, fair enough, man. I mean, that doesn't, like, that doesn't, like, I don't know. That so, never happened like that to us. So what was the end game? When you was like, right, we're going to play as much as, play as Iron we Maiden can. Tour. That's the end game still. No, but was you thinking, <laughs> was you thinking I could get to a point where I'm we're like hate breed or you never considered that? Or was no, it just well, I, purely I to for be, the fun? I have to be honest, for a band like us, I mean, a band like hate breed is obviously like how you probably would ideally go about it, you know? If, if we if we even talk career wise, you know, yeah, like go about it. I mean, in in your own way, I guess. But as a band, let me put it differently. As a band, that you know, like you know, like maybe it depends on how you look at it, obviously. But that made a lot of, uh, I guess, good choices in their in their years, and like got in a lot of good tours, and like just did a lot of stuff the right way, you know. But that also means you're not at home anymore. That also means yeah. you have a, have to have a little bit of luck and it also means you have to have very good connections or people that have very good connections. And although I think I would dare to say we're pretty well connected, I don't think we're that well connected, you know. So, yeah, I would have thought you're one of the most connected people, bands in Europe, easily. Yeah, but that gets you to a certain, like, that doesn't that doesn't get you, that doesn't get you on a slayer. So the suck in the dick. That, 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 yeah, I don't know. I didn't get in the store, so. 
So I, I must have sucked the wrong dicks, you know? <laughs> the, the, I don't know, you know? No, but it was always, for us, it was always a thing. Like, if we can, if we can get and take this as, we always, like, there was never, people ask me this in interviews still to this day. So what's there for Born for Pain? What's your biggest goals? Like, my biggest goal is, at the point that we tap out, that we get, that we have a lot of respect for peers that people say, yeah, Born for Pain, that was cool. You know, they did. We might, yeah, might, I might not like that. all their, I might not like all their CDs, but you know, those, whatever, you know, and that was, they did it the right way. And if I, I still, I, I, I try to do it the right way, you know, the band tries to do it the right way. And yeah, we, nah, man, we, uh, yeah. we play bars that hold 50 people to fucking venues that hold 50,000 if we could. But yeah. like, the thing yeah. is like, I'm not, I don't think I'm particularly more hardcore or less hardcore than anybody else, you know? No, I respect, man. You know, and the, and the thing is, you know, if that if that happens and I can take everything in between from whatever tour to whatever, as long as I'm having fun, then I'm doing it, you know? Like, I don't, you well, know, you, you should hear my mom. She goes like, son, you're 47 now. Don't you think it's, you know, <laughs> don't you think it's, you're old enough to quit that band by now? They always think it's like a fucking kiddie thing, you know? I uh, know, yeah, it's, well, yeah, they do, my right? Sister, yeah. My sister done that to me once and like, I got offended, man, like, Proper got and she see she see my face off since she was like oh, I apologize for and I was like well thanks for apologizing. But what did she actually say to you? She was like, oh what are you are you ever gonna give this sort of band thing up and think about like a future and stuff? Yeah, it's not it's not about that. It's a release. That's yeah, yeah, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as well yeah. as your regular life, you do this as yeah. well. Like so, it's what gets you through your regular life. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's like it's just something you love to do. You know, like I mean, other people fucking. Go to church, go go wherever they go. Go see movies every weekend, go to like casino, just, yeah. some shit, go football, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. People have to and the thing is, you know, like I mean, why would I, you know, like I mean, I'll stop when I, when every show is five people showing up. But even then, I probably have fun on stage. <laughs> like, you know what it is? I mean, it's become so much part of my life. I cannot even. I was talking. I'm the same, man. Yeah, I, I talked to Naomi a lot about this. You know, I couldn't even give this up, even if I wanted to. You know, like Naomi's I your mean, girlfriend, right? Yeah. 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 Are, yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't. I can't even. Like, I don't. I don't. Can't even imagine a life without it. You know, like it's so ingrained. Like it's like I've been doing this for 22 years. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not, I'm, I don't yeah. even know how my life would look like if I would like say, okay, I'm tapping out of the band this is what it is. You know, like I'll just go visit my friends at shows. You know. Jesus Christ. Well, you've led. You've led me on to my next question again. Like I was going to say, because like with Born from Pain, you was four albums deep and you was doing well and then Shay decided to uh to, to leave the band yeah and like uh, what was that like at the time when he said he wanted to leave and did well, you like the it, band it was, it was a longer winding process Shay Shay we could see that Shay was kind of getting over it and it took a long time for him to actually actually leave Oh, it, right. it, it was it was a long winding process where I mean we talked to each other now like there's been a there's been a moment of like or a little while where we were like ah oh, fuck this you know so but when like, it happened I'm like, I don't yeah don't you don't have to get into it but it was a no bit no 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 but there's there's no bad blood now I mean the thing is like um, he was just over it and we were we were over him you know like it's that was just how it was at that point you know like and the being over him was not like oh we think he's just an asshole period because that's not what it was it was like you could totally see that he wasn't into the band anymore he wasn't liking. Uh, traveling with the band anymore and I don't know why he kept doing it for such a long time still but like that's how it was maybe I can't imagine he liked just being on stage too and like but everything else he didn't like anymore but that obviously causes friction and we could it's, I mean let's be honest with uh, nothing against you or anybody else but with a, with, a, with a bassist or a guitarist or whoever is not like the most fundamental person writing all the songs to do whatever you can say okay you gotta leave now 
But with a singer, yeah. you try to like talk again, talk again, because that's like a predominant part of your sound, you know? Mm. Yeah. And, um, but it, it got to a point, like I think we did a tour with Napalm Death and uh, it was really getting out of hand there. Like, not like physically, but just the whole atmosphere was fucked up. People well, didn't he, talk to each other. He anymore. was over there and you was like over here. Yeah, it was kind of like that, you know? And uh, But we still had a headline tour after that of three weeks. So we had to, and I came up like two weeks after that, so we had to do it. And like, he was like, okay, it's gonna be my last tour, you know? Like, I just want you to know it's, it's that and then it's done. And then we just had to do something else, but like, and obviously, like coming back to your question, yeah, that's fucking, that's that's annoying because you know, like, how the fuck are we, you know, like, is this gonna? The 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 one thing was we were so ambitious and so wanted to do the band so much. Yeah. I can understand why a band would say, okay, maybe we split up now, and maybe there were people back then say, oh, both bands should have split up, but like, we were like. We love doing this band. Well, we should fucking split up because he wants to leave, you know? Oh, so when he... Yeah, when he, Yeah, sorry, go on, Steve. What was you going to say? No, it's just agreeing. Like, I, I think, you know, if you've spent so much time and put so much effort into something, all right, yeah, the singer's leaving, but, you know, you can you can start again, You can and you have. Yeah. And, and, and the thing with that was, you know, like, we we tried to solve it in a in a, in a good way. But it it was also very confusing. I don't know if you if you if you're up to date with what we did back back then. You I was going to say you had Cole from First Blood. That he did one tour in France with us for a week. Oh, was he never meant to be full time then? Well, we were kind of thinking about it, and but Carl at that point in his life was very much like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know, you know. And there's literally I don't know a lot, you know. So we we're like, oh, this is not going to work out because. Was he living here in Europe at the time, or was he um, an American? Nah, I think he was still in America, but he was very not bound to anything. I think so. He could have, uh, he could have actually been here for longer. He actually did a couple of one-off shows, but I think, I think we even flew him out here for for, for that because and and to stay for two weeks. I think he did a week of France and then another weekend after that with shows. And it actually, it actually sounded really good, but like he was, he was like, ah, uh, you know. And then we're like, oh, this is not gonna work out. I think. And what shocked me, I never knew this. You actually had Scott Vogel from Terra as well. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. that, that, that Maybe I don't remember. No, I don't. Well, that uh, just means, <laughs> that just means all you didn't show up to that London show back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we did, we did Hell on Earth tour, which was at the end of the summer there. Um, we were like, that was, that was going to be, Hell on Earth was, 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 that was another tour I made used to do. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Walter Jericho was still like really big in Europe and we were supposed to, Go headline that, and that that looked good. It had good pre-sales and everything. And I was like, "Fuck, are we gonna do this?" You know, still no new singer. Fuck, and I just hit up Scott because I've known Scott since forever, and we've been friends. Remember what know? I said about contacts? Well, you know what I mean, not many people can just phone up Scott or Cole from well-established bands and say, "Yeah, come sing in my band." You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I'm, Freddie, Freddie, Marble, you got a couple <laughs> few weeks. Can you fill in for us? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, don't, don't hate the players, hate the game, okay? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like uh, because I knew, like we. You know, like we always had a very good connection, and like I know he liked the band, so he's like, "Yeah, I don't have nothing, you know. If you, I'll, I'll come over and do it." And uh, yeah, he did that tour for three weeks. That was actually crazy tour. Like it was, it was really good. And obviously, we knew this guy can't stay, but it was, you know, it's like when you say crazy, you mean crazy in the sense of the shows or just things that happened. The whole shows thing. were crazy. I mean, fights. No, not fights, not fights. Yeah. But like there were, like it was just. 
I don't know. There was just like so many weird and crazy situations. It's like. Can you share any? Can you remember any? I remember. No, I remember the first day of tour in Frankfurt. It's not so crazy, but it was just very astonishing. We're like, what the fuck? He might have. He might have been kidding, but it didn't come across like that. And uh, whatever. If you were called from Earth Crisis, then I'm sorry. But uh, he. They were on a tour like. Uh, <laughs> they were on a tour with that band Freya. That they used yeah, to I do. Brand, I think they were some favorite records or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and they were like, I think opening the tour or something, or the second band on, and we we're sitting and they were sharing a bus with us, and I'm sitting there with him, Scott, and you know me talking about Hawker, and then he goes, Scott, he goes like, that band Hatebreed. How are they doing nowadays? This is Hatebreed blown up all over, like, <laughs> and like Scott and I look at each other, we're like. What are you serious? You been? But yeah, but that was like I don't I don't even know. Carl might have been kidding, but like I don't know. I think he might have been maybe a little bit out of the, maybe he was out of the loop a little bit, you know. But I don't know. But it was like, but there were there were like, it was just crazy as in the constellation of him singing for us, and then like it, the shows being crazy, and then like it was it was just it was a good tour. It was a good tour, yeah. So Scott, obviously Scott was never meant to... No, we knew he was, was, was never going to do it. He was singing for terror. And I mean, that's like, I mean, he, 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 had, a, he had a life, you know, like in the, in the States, how are you going to do it, you know? And but no, we never, we knew it was just like for the three weeks and that was it. Cool, man. Yeah. And then we, had, we, we tried out a couple of guys and some, we always said... Why, don't you, why, why don't you call me? <laughs> Sorry. You know who we did call and who did a tryout for us? Sheep. Sheep? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but it, <laughs> his style's a bit different, though. Yeah, like, no, he's that's a what I'm more, saying. Yeah, he tried out. He wanted to try out, and he said, "I want to try and do it because he, he wanted to tour, you know." And uh, but the, the style was just too different. Yeah, he's more like sheep, that but it was, screamy. Yeah, it was too. Mm. It was too much like that, you know. And uh, we tried out good for full too much. Like what? Come on, just that. Huh? <laughs> Just that. No, it was too screaming. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, that, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just joking. No, I I'm sheep. trying to dig some deeper, but sheep, we love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, finally, you find, um, is it Kevin from End of Days? Oh, yeah. How long was he in the band for? Uh, oh, half, oh, oh, half a year. I remember this. Half a year. He's just coming back with... What? I remember when this guy was in the band and it didn't... What are you saying? We were doing a gig together and I remember you used... You think we click together or something? No, 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 no. That what? that worked. No, as as people, as people. Afterwards, <laughs> he, he 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 was a box trainer for a long time. Like he's like big on that. But like, okay. No, we're good. But the thing is, uh, he was. Um, I think he underestimated the effort that went into a band into a band like that. You know, and then he was having troubles with his voice, and he was trying to also finish. What, the what university? What type of troubles with his voice? When you say, I think he just had vocal cord problems or something like that. You know, like a sore throat or no. I, I or sometimes, sometimes it goes beyond that. I think like like actual cords itself are fucked up, and you need like surgery and shit. Like. Yeah. Oh, like so actually, it might have been okay. something like that. I don't know if he ever had surgery, but there was. But anyways, he started after that. It started like we went to Russia for seven days. And after that, he goes like, Rob, I have to talk to you. I don't think I can do this. I'm like, you've been in the band for three months. We've been out to everywhere. Pictures, <laughs> oh, this and that. Shit. Sometimes pictures of that still pop up at shows, like show flyer for Bone for Pain and someone just rips the fucking first picture they see and it's him on there. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know? you know, like, and so you think, and then we were like, Jesus Christ, this is just a coming and going of people. This is sure. And this is what I said. We did a lot of stuff where I think wasn't very beneficial. You know, people must have thought at some point, hey, it's getting to be a joke now, you know, like it's people coming, going. I mean, was, I must admit, I think there was a thing like where people were thinking it's being in, born from pain was like intense. Like 
you're on the road blah, 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 all yeah. the time and maybe that's why members were leaving because it was just yeah. so intense that they couldn't keep up with the oh, that, was def- that was definitely the case with Kevin you know and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there were like two other people so like you remember Drift no I don't Dom used to play in Drift too he uh, no. their singer Marcel he tried out for that was too much for him too <laughs> okay, and then we, he's like I can't do this you can't do this full on you know and then then we said okay uh, why did you give it a try and it took me you know like took me a while to get settled in but you know I was gonna say that so that's how it came about someone just said try vocals and then yeah I said it too I was like like I said to these guys you know like they were like suggesting and I was like you think I should you know like I always used to write all the lyrics I you wrote everything all, for all the, all the albums I wrote everything so the, the thing sure, is I never like, knew that I thought Shane would have done some of the writing no uh, no but like <laughs> no not for nothing no, you know? no, like, no, but no, yeah. I mean that that's how it I guess that's how it organically grew you know and the thing is like um, I just I just more in my element when I got a microphone in my hands like I'll, I'll be the first one to admit I wasn't the best bass player in the world and I'm putting yeah. it very lightly here <laughs> <laughs> And with you being a singer, it's like you kind of, you're the lead of it now. You ain't depending, like like I said, if a guitarist leaves and leaves and that, yeah, it's bad, but you can find another can guitarist. Replace, yeah. A vocalist you, is always... You've got a stable vocal sound now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carry on with. Yeah. And obviously we did realise like there's going to be people that's going to be liking it and there's people that are not going to be liking it anymore, but hey, it is what it is, so... I mean, for me, I'll be honest, when I first saw you on stage, you sounded good, but it was just weird because I always just always heard you on the bass do you know what I mean yeah. and it, it it took me time to adapt to like seeing you not because you sounded bad just because I weren't used to you singing for Born From Pain do you know what I mean yeah, I've yeah, always no, seen I yeah. but like now you fucking absolutely like destroy it man so um before we get on to your new album man I wanted to just yeah. quickly wanted to just quickly run through all your releases man yeah I mean, we can't go from like in detail but like yeah do you just run through them quickly you had Sands of Time uh, you want to start from the beginning or what? Yeah, start from the beginning, yeah. man. Immortality. Immortality. <laughs> Immortality, yeah, that was the first thing we recorded. Um, then Reclaiming, The Crown. Reclaiming, obviously. The yeah, that, was, yeah. uh, that was the first full length. Um, did Sense of Time, which I think for us was a big record because that got us, yeah. that got us different deals, that got us, like, that opened a lot of doors. That was okay. a sound that. Too much and still says about that album like that got me that got me bands like Heaven Shall Burn coming to me that got like because they all referred hey got you know that, is that, that the one that Chew done Chew yeah Mad- that was the yeah. first record he did yeah yeah and um, big up to Chew in Denmark yeah great, hell great, yeah, big great up producer to man yeah yeah still very st- still to this day super cool dude oh yeah so, yeah one hundred man uh, after that what did we do after that Love at the end yeah and uh, there oh. was a f- I've got a list there. I want to say how good your memory is. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the first record of Metal Blade. War was the second, and then Survival the third. That's the first one I sang on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they wanted to actually offer us an, a deal after that, but we just wanted away from the whole thing. We were done with Metal Blade. Yeah, the guy. I mean, it's it's Michael who signed us. He he passed away by that point. No, not he wasn't passed away yet, but. I know I won't go into it, but there was stuff going on at the label where he even said to me, "I'm I'm tapping out of the label. I'm leaving the label, and if you have problems with what you're telling me that is, you probably better leave too because that's the reason why I'm leaving." So we said, "Yeah, we don't want to do this anymore." Okay. And um, we put out the new future, which 
not everybody knows about because we totally overestimated ourselves and said, oh, we can do this ourselves. We just get a, we get this role, we promote it ourselves. I thought it was on Gangstar again. That was on GSR again. Well, that's the thing. That Theo released it half a year after we tried to release it via the internet ah, and all kinds of stuff. So you probably just hear yeah, about yeah, it then. Yeah. And um, there's some, uh, we, uh, I, you know, like that, that album's been a, a part of, It's, been, it's always been discussions about that album with people because we were like kind of I think we were at a period in the band where we were like getting tired of like doing the same thing over and over again I heard that in an album yeah I and we had some big... electronics in that album and people yeah were it like, was kind of like people were like they went dubstep <laughs> and they like they went dubstep like how did you get they went dubstep <laughs> have you ever heard that album by any chance yeah I have and it, it, was, it was a lot different yeah it's because of that yeah. there's a lot of like it, the, I think the biggest difference is the couple of things in the three songs which have like a little bit of electronics in it yeah yeah one song has a lot of electronics in it and yeah. the sound is different you know the way it's produced yeah yeah but there's a lot of songs that just sound both it had that know? kind of pitch shifter kind of vibe to it a little bit oh, no? it could be I don't know pitch shifter who pitch shifter the band oh, pitch shifter um, Fair Factory kind of you mean the band pitch shifter yeah 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 I yeah, love yeah. pitch shifter yeah. great old pitch shifter <laughs> but I wish I wish it would sounded like that but it didn't but <laughs> no what we our influences were just like you know like um, electrical influences on a level like you know like electropop we do in the 80s you know yeah yeah stuff yeah. like that not that we wanted to sound like that but we were like let's experiment with that but like we should have just done that under a different name so yeah. people now are like oh shit this band oh this band is this band is gone You know, like, yeah. and um, mm. now but you started to notice we did a couple of tours we did I remember doing a tour in England that was probably our last tour we did in England no, with, tour England man <laughs> with uh, we were doing a tour in England with Shape by Fade and Heart of a Coward it was even a, it was a it was a Nightliner tour oh shit yeah okay. and like it was 11 shows and this is just the point that the band was at too you know like I think I mean we weren't headlining it with Shape by Fade but um just being you know like we were like ah oh, you know with those bands it's probably you know a good thing to do you know for england or whatever you know but it really wasn't you know like and it wasn't it wasn't really those guys were all super nice especially shape of fate of the heart of a coward too but like they were uh yeah i mean it was just the sound they were all making was just not what you know like we fit more into a into what what london always did you know and like and and, and noise stuff. yeah no but just <laughs> like you know like that kind of heaviness of hardcore you know but not 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 that style you know that was more Kerrang yeah, yeah. stuff to me you know and yeah. and, the, yeah. and the thing is you know the, all the shows sucked like literally all 11 shows I remember sucked. that world show there must have been like 15 people there or something yeah but it, it was, wasn't it wasn't that tour I'm talking about oh right? okay so oh, that separate. was something way earlier oh, okay. this I'm talking now I'm talking about 2007 or 8 maybe so literally no one turned up to the shows yo I remember we played the Purple Turtle and I was like at least this gonna be good yo yo <laughs> No one male in the London scene turned up. Not even Billy Caliber was there. And he always used to come out. He always used to hit me up because Rob, I see you guys there, huh? And he put me on the list. Yeah, come down. It was just like it was just Louise, Anthea, and Naomi that turned up, and I was like, God damn! Wow! Like we got like we got a like I don't know what's going on, but this is like no one likes us anymore. Fuck. <laughs> you know, and like and that I got really drunk. I just played that show really, really drunk, and um. <coughs> I don't know. That would, you know, like after that, like I think, I think we had New Future out, or yeah, I think so. But that was not the best period of time of the band. We also decided to be a four piece, which is something that is ridiculous for us, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, dumb at one of those stomp boxes, you know, going like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I can do it, you know, like, we, yeah, we can do it. We're telling ourselves, yeah, we can be as heavy as, you know, like, no problem. You know? <laughs> it was, it was a problem, you know. And I think we lost ourselves maybe a little bit there, you know. Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. But then you released your lot, uh, before we got to True Love, yeah. That's with the devil. Yeah, that kind of, uh, when, that kind of went went a little bit back to everything, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. We were like, okay, That's yeah. the one with the skull on the front, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yes. was yeah, yeah. Uh, we did we did good stuff on that, you know. Like everybody's like, oh, you guys are back, huh? I'm like, we're never gone, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I think this is a lot of people don't even know that the new future is an album, which is you know like I like the album, but it's just as well because it's been very you know like I don't know a lot of people that like that, you know. How did you manage to get in? touch with uh, Beatdown Hardware in terms of the release and stuff did they approach you or was you looking for like another label or something no we were looking for a label but I said like um, we need something I want to be on a label that is like you know like out there and that you know had finger on the pulse you know yeah. that's of time you know and he was doing a lot a lot of good stuff so um, I think I, I don't know I think I knew Tony through someone or whatever and I just said hey you know we're releasing a new album you wanna you know you wanna do this and he's like yeah 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 you know and he was very interested you know and um, I think shortly after us he signed Rikers oh yeah when they and uh, he was getting yeah and I, I think but he's like he's been amazing like with everything and like I mean just uh, we just wanted to be we didn't want to be on a on a on a, even if it's just an independent metal label anymore, you know? I get, like, seriously, I got nothing bad to say about Metal Blade for the longest time because they were always very, very good with us, you know? They were never like, oh, you know, this cover is not good or those lyrics, you know, or the, you got to sound a little bit more like this, you know? And the, like, that's a fantasy. I don't, they, I don't see labels that do that unless you're maybe on Sony or EMI or something, you know? But... Mm. Um, but also nothing against Steel because he was also, yeah, maybe I can, you know, like, but I just wanted something and Dom wanted just something that is, you know, that was Fresh. fresher. You know? Yeah, and there's that's, nothing that's, wrong that's with that. fair man. enough, man. Nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Yeah, because we were at a point, like I said, like we were at a point where we were like, okay, you know, like j just let's b let's get back to what we fucking, you know, what, what, yeah, what we do. And I mean, I, I've, I've, at that point, I hadn't worked 18 years just to, you know, like to have it, to have it like, you know, like, well, and like, something stupid and whatever you know so no I mean I was gonna because the good thing of all of us sitting here we've been in the scene for like how long you been in the scene Lewis the oh, short, since yeah I've been obviously 15 I've been short, it's like, I would say about 15 years it's a long time yeah, still long time, yeah. all 20 plus now we've all been in bands and obviously you're the same as me you've been in one band since the beginning of yeah and at some point you do want to try different things don't you you don't want to keep yeah. in but people don't want to accept it <laughs> no I, they want another reclaiming a crown or do you know what I mean you have no idea how many people go like can you come and play a show and then just do reclaiming the crown song oh yeah we get maybe that all, you can yeah. bring shade too you know like <laughs> hey like seriously yeah. like you guys are all in bands yeah. You know how fucking disrespectful that shit is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, we I get it. But you, you like what you 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 write to the singer of a band now and ask him if the old singer can sing a show. Like what the fuck? Yeah, like, what yeah, the fuck yeah, is yeah. that? You know? It's definitely disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, and in all honesty, I mean, when we did the release show now, so Shay sang a song with us. You know, so I mean, that's like with like no whatever. But this band is just what it is. You know, like it's. I mean, like this is not like it's not to us. Like oh, the one guy can come in and do this and do that and whatever. You know, like and I can also tell you when this band is done, there's no reunions. This is done. You know, yeah, and yeah. Because we like we like doing it, 
and that's what we're doing it you know and if we don't like doing it anymore because otherwise i'll just say we're on a hiatus or whatever but i'm i'm i always think that's weird you know so that's why i was i understand you know like i grew up listening to slayer show no mercy hella waits you know mm. and maybe other people grew up with listening to god hates us all you know and that's their youth thing that yeah. they got into yeah, music yeah. with and that's yeah. their best slayer album now god hates us all can never be my favorite slayer album and that's not because it's a bad album but it's because it doesn't have that emotional attachment for me yes, and right, i understand yeah. what people say that for reclaiming the crown or sense of time but if they say yeah man it would be great if you play reclaiming the crown songs again or sense of time well then i just say you haven't been in the ball from paint for the last 20 years because in every fucking set there has been at least four or five songs yeah, you were, yeah, 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 yeah. from those albums, you know. So I'm like, we still do that because we love it. We're not the kind of band that says, oh, we got eight albums out, let's just play the last four, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love playing Finally, I love playing Reclaiming the Crown, you know. I, I don't play it because of a certain audience, you know. But what do you want me to do? Play songs I haven't played for 19 years, and there's a reason <laughs> why they're not in the set list. There's also you know a reason. That yeah. yeah, and there's also a reason why they weren't in the set list in 2004 when the album came out in 2000s, because back then even we didn't think it was good enough, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I you know. That. And I, I respect when people want to do that and hear that. And maybe for a odd, for a very good friend or whatever, maybe at a certain point or for something, you say, yeah, let's do that maybe. But it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, you want to be, I think you want to be respect. I mean, you, like I said, you guys are all like in bands. Like it's yeah. always weird when people just jock you for your first release because I think my yeah. best, my best release, the last one we did, you know? It's always the last one you were like, oh, I'm so happy with this record. And yeah, people yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I like the record you did like 20 years ago best, man. And that, hey, that's an opinion. That's I, cool, I hear that a lot. Yeah. I hear that a lot. But we're trying to move forward, isn't it? Like, as, yeah. as people, you always want to progress. Obviously, some people, they're only used, they're only, oh, let me rephrase that. When you're a bit, when you're, let's say, for example, an older person who's going to a show, like, that was his time when he heard that particular album. Yes. Yeah. So when it's the newer sound where newer kids are going to be into that particular sound yeah. or, or go back, the older head just wants to hear the old thing. I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. You're right with the emotional attachment kind of thing, the thing that when you hear those songs, you got you get those memories back. Yeah. And yeah. Like, actually, with Knuckle Dust, it's the London Hardcore CD because that's the first thing I heard. Oh, cool. And when the first time I saw you guys live, you were still playing um, Never Forget. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I just remember being like, "Oh man!" I remember fucking thinking, "This is this is the shit, man!" Like and like you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize it now because there's not the lawnmower anymore, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. the good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. So, um, take true love away. Yeah. What's your favorite release uh, out of all the others? Because you've already probably war. More than reclaiming the clown, the, the, the crown. Reclaiming the clown, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one reason. I've got to speak to him. That's another one reason. Like the crown. Do you know uh, what? My front teeth well, is you fucked. Know what? I'm but, trying to. And, but other yeah. than that, yeah, because like I know reclaiming the crown is like it's like an album. I love for it being. It's still like together with immortality. It's like the first ten songs you write or the first fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of you know like oh like just you know like there's a lot of youthful spot uh, although i was probably not youthful back then even but um it's very spontaneous you know? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 before yeah. you really start thinking about how we write a song you know how like do you structure the, it how do yeah. we yeah yeah but i think war is just a more the most complete album you know like yeah, it's I like, like war, man. it's it's i think up to, i was listening to the records before we started recording this one and writing it you know and i was like i went to dharma like i hit him up i go like yo 
said I just listened to War since like 10 years or something. I'm like, not to jock ourselves, but that's a great album. And like, no, but just like, you know, like all that kind of stuff, like it was, I have to say, if you say, hey, you know, that was probably also the time that Born for Pain really peaked, you know, like, yeah, yeah, as yeah, in yeah. like before you find your stability somewhere, you know, like, mm. um, I mean, that was, that was, that was, and I, I think it kind of, you know, like, I don't know, but it's, it kind of is as if you can hear it in the songs, you know, like in the, I don't know how to say it, it's weird, but we were like on top of a, a game, of I a guess. Game. You just knew who you were yeah. and you basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like this album better, but that album is like, especially for when you're asking Metalhead, they like that album. Yeah. I think when, when you've got momentum as well in a band and you're just on riding that wave of like, you know, you've you've got every everyone's pulling in the same direction. You all want to do the same thing. You know what I mean? When yeah. it, when it's like that, you always do the best stuff and get more so much more accomplished as a band. Oh man, yeah, For yeah, it's just you whatever. hear it in the sound. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing is, you know, like that's that's what I that's why you know. I mean, obviously, I like, but it's it's hard. It's it's my it's, it's like making you making you choose between your kids you know who you like best you know like some people do <laughs> <laughs> none of them <laughs> <laughs> he don't know these kids <laughs> no, around that, the world but the thing is you know that there's, there's, there's always a certain that you always put a shitload of yourself into 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 an album and into songs you know I mean if, when you're invested that is you know now so, um, what's your worst what do you listen to now and go that's fucking Wow, well, new future, but just because of, <laughs> no, but just because of like I can't say it like that same thing, but like because of the whole vibe around it, you know, and like the band was kind of was in a dip, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff going. Do you on. play any songs off that album? Not anymore. We used to for a while. Did they ever go down live? Well, any yeah, of them? we have that song "Change or Die." Went uh, went down really well. That okay. was actually I think the only song we did in a frequent. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, we did that song American Trees and also that's also from that. I'm shit with name titles, yeah, man. No, Never heard it. Whatever, oh, no. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not expecting. Yeah. I'm not expecting yeah. you to know what it is, but I'm just saying, you know, we did that for a while, but like that kind of, you know, like you start, you have to, you know, there's only so much time you can play on a stage, you know, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I if we've done that, Metallica sets two and a half year, two and a half hours, maybe there would be something <laughs> in there, you know, but <laughs> not, not so much now. So let's get on to your latest release. True love. I, I like. It. I, love, I, like the title, <laughs> I wish I would have known this before we recorded. <laughs> I told you, man. You why do you get Chris? Why in. you get Chris Tyson, man? I'm second time you diss me. Oh shit! Second when you were looking for a vocalist, you didn't ask me. Oh okay. Then when you were a guest vocalist, you didn't ask me. You got Chris Tyson of TRC. You've done a fucking killer job. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, he's maybe like... a bit better than me, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did all right. No, nah, he killed it, man. I'm gonna say, like, if you don't mind me saying, I thought that's the best sounding album you've done with you on on vocals. I fucking that album's hard, man. I think. Thank you. All I, around, it's thank you. Pretty fucking spot on. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I I I mean, I agree. I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm, I'm very I'm very very happy how the album came out. It's just like it's it's. It's got it's got a lot more dynamic to it than other albums, you know. That's what I was gonna say. I, uh, to me, it's a lot more like um, uh, going back to your hardcore roots, if you like. Straight, more straightforward. Yeah. But there's a lot more um, melodies in there. Some really yeah. nice melodies. Uh-huh. Am I right? Am I am I summing it up right? Yeah. No. Yes. Certainly. We we you know like this. I think that's. Uh, I think that's. There's a couple songs on there that that have you know like 
have a bit of a hook in there, you know, like a like a hook line in there, you know, with most songs people remember it easily, you know. That yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. That's uh, maybe what you mean by that's, melody. That's that's what I mean. You got a lot more. Your chorus is a lot more. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, they're hooky. Like, you've got really like, a lot of hooky choruses on there. Yeah. and yeah. I, Not that your older stuff wasn't hooky. No, no, but, well, but, but it was way less on records, you know? Like, on that yeah, last yeah. Dance with the Devil, we had that song, Dance with the Devil, that was kind of like, you know, had kind of a, a, a hooky thing on it. That was, uh, had a hook line, but that was it, you know? Everything yeah, yeah. else was like kind of... But we also tried in the, in the songwriting. I mean, that song we did with Freddie is more of a DB to it. That's you know? hard, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like... There's other stuff, you know, that's very groovy, and you know, Stefan wrote a couple of songs that are the most metal-sounding songs on that, you know. Yeah, I could hear some of the like, yeah, yeah. the old boom from pain. I mean, was it a conscious decision to when you started this album? Was you like, we're just gonna do whatever comes out? Yeah. Or did we, you have we, a specific idea? We had in a mind? lot of problems writing this album, actually. Oh like come this, on, no, tell we, me. We we had I'm we surprised. Had, to hear you say that because it no, doesn't sound like an album that a band had problems writing. Yeah. Really. No. And yeah, maybe the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised too. <laughs> no, I'm joking, go. No, nah, the thing is, we see the history of that is we wanted to. It's been four years since Dance with the Devil, and like we wanted to put this album out two years ago. And the thing is, we just didn't find the songs and the stuff that we wanted to do. I think it was everybody was caught up a lot. You know, there's a lot happening in people's personal lives. It's like. It was a couple of lineup changes again, you know, like, and it was just very chaotic and we didn't find Max. I mean, um, Max is doing a lot of music, you know, at the weekends with, 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 with you know, like with other I didn't realise, man, he plays with his dicks. Diggy Dax. He said to me... Diggy Dax is by now a big pop musician in Holland, so... Yeah, because when I found out, I'd done a bit of... I never heard of him. Yeah. I'd done a bit of search on YouTube and that and he's like a mainstream... Oh, yeah. Artist and I saw Max on the drums like in a in the newsroom studio. Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, no, yeah, they do sick. a lot of like late night shows, radio stuff yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, no, but he's like, I'm proud of him. He does, he does good with that, you know, like, and, um, is he a full-time drummer? Yes, a full-time drummer. Okay, yeah, 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 so. And, um, how do we get to this? I don't fucking even know. <laughs> no, no, um, no, no, no. I think, uh, hmm. what was he, um, no, we came to that because oh yeah, it was no, it was hard writing the album, and we didn't have we didn't have jack shit, and there was a deadline and another deadline. I was like, come on guys, we gotta get this, you know, and another deadline, and then oh we can't practice now because he's got to do this, and then it's turned into getting together once every two months, and you can't write a record like Stop that. Stop knuckle dust, yeah, yeah, mm. and then um, I just said to Dom, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to do like go to your hard drive and see all the ideas we had like that we had since whenever that we recorded, and just let's check out what's on there. And we started checking out stuff from New Future Days. Oh, shit. And Igor was in the band. Igor Backfire. Did he play drums for you he guys? He played drums for three years. Yeah, he did, didn't he? So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Eagles you know, like, whenever we man. came to London, like, you, like, you lost interest. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all right. Mm. But, um, now nah, he, uh, he actually wrote three or four songs. Yeah, which he are, plays guitar as well. Yeah, which me? are yeah. all on the album now. And he, uh, he's a great, he's fucking. Nah, he was, he's dope, but they didn't yeah. make the cut back then because we wanted to do something that was more different, you know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I listened to them with Dom and I go, like, yo, you realize these are fucking great songs, right? And he goes, like, yeah, they sound good. Like, what do you think? I'm like, well, 
you know, like let's let's ask Igor if he has a problem or something. And Igor's like, no, I wrote them for Born from Pain. They were Born from Pain songs. Yeah, you know, like I want the, you, like I want you, I want you guys. Like he wrote them when he was in the band. It's not like it's someone who wrote a song for you. He wrote them as a member, you know. So it's like, no, use whatever you want to use. And that turned out to be True Love. That turned out to be that 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 uh, that's instrumental outro we did that we play one before last song in the set. Yeah. Um, that turned out to be what other uh, new beginnings with Chris is an Igor song. Oh, um, then uh, Igor, C- City man. Nights is an Igor song. Yeah, no, fucking fucking awesome songs, you know. So, and then Stefan had a couple when he came back in the band. He had ideas, and he had ideas lying around, and we listened to him, and two of those ideas made it to the record. And then we were like, oh fuck. We got six, seven songs already. It's great. And then that bombs away is a song from Dom that didn't make the cut on four albums, I think. And Dom was like, if it doesn't make the cut, no, I'm leaving the band, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but no, it was actually really easy. Tommy had a song lying around. All of, he made a song and that, but that, that's actually Anti-Town that opens the record. We opened the set with. That was really good. And we were like, oh man, I think we actually got a record here, you know? Like, And we started to write a couple more things, did a couple more songs, started to, you know, like making the songs flow more and everything, you know? And, you know, like it's we made it all like you know come together and everything, and we were like, oh man, I think you know, like this is we might have something here. You know, we practiced on it, did a couple of things, and then when I started writing the lyrics, it just started flowing out. It, it all felt felt really natural, organic, and good. You know, I have no problems writing lyrics or anything. It just came out, you know, and I was like, God damn, this is turning to be. It was so hard at first, and now it's so easy. And yeah, then I started for yeah. myself. I started putting the songs in order that I liked that flowed, which ended up on the record. And I was like, Wow, this. I think I got a really good feeling about this. You know, nice fucking mm. brilliant album. Yeah, man. and then. Uh, I was, you know, like I was, I was used to like TRC. I don't know what the standing is in London nowadays, but like. What well, is TRC? Oh, the standing. Oh, the standing's all right. Because yeah. I never, they, they, we've, had them, we've had them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, they're good yeah. friends of us. Yeah, I like mean, that. yeah. With TRC, they, um, they, I think they was trying to go. They wanted to do their own, they, their own thing. They, they ventured they, out. Yeah, they were happily yeah. say, yeah, we yeah. were trying to block. We were trying yeah. to like. No, I know. And I like, you know, what I mean, you got to commend them for being honest with it. Because yeah. some yeah. people. Yeah want to be the rock star band but pretend that no we were real hardcore and, and, underground. and honestly I, I i appreciate that them and actually i i always liked his vocals yeah. and when i heard like songs like uh, Ten Thousand hours and you know like london like whatever yeah, yeah. Is, i was like oh this is this is this is done well but i also got i probably got also caught a little bit by the videos you know like that one looked really good yeah yeah, and yeah i was yeah. like damn you know like and a lot of respect for that, you know. And then uh, we played with him a couple of times in Europe, and you know, drank with him, whatever. That's because I never really knew those guys, you know. Yeah. I mean, I knew you guys from the coming, stay in, play in, you know, like doing shit together, staying at houses, you know. And but them guys, I never really knew. And then we drank with him. Chris was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, yo, you guys were actually, you know, like an influence, you know, like, and every, and they were like, oh man, and, yeah. And then you know, when I heard New Beginnings, and I had that. And I just, I just, I was just listening to TSC at one point. And I was like, oh man, that would sound good. So I hit him <laughs> up and he was like all about it. So I was like, okay, that's good, you know? So, yeah. That's and, really cool. Yeah. And so that I whole really thing like that. that flow just, and it was just the whole process of the record ended up being easier in the end than I thought yeah. it would be. Took us four, took us three years, but you know. Nah, but it like, you know, it's like wine, innit? You got, you, you let it, you let it. These, some of the songs just ain't on the album. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wine and you let it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fine, like a fine wine. Like I'm getting, I'm getting, get better, I'm, I'm getting to the punchline. Yeah, so, uh, you so, said a lot so, of the songs you wrote from years ago. 
So they were sitting couple, there, yeah. Couple, yeah. So they were sitting there like wine, innit? Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can one. write. I think it, I I can't do it. If someone said, "All right, you got to do an album at the end of this year," I don't think I could write ten songs, but it wouldn't be the best ten songs I could write. For me to do a good album, I would have to have two two years of material of stuff that because otherwise you rush it and you're trying to. Sometimes you, you I write a song and I feel like, nah, this bit's not right. But because I'm rushed for time, I'll keep yeah. that bit there. Yeah. Whereas if you've got the time, you keep fucking with it until you get it exactly how you want it. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I understand. That's black, black man time in album form. <laughs> 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 just, so, just kidding. This album, you've got three, video, three videos for it already because you're like... This is, this is new one video is not, this one video's not enough. This is <laughs> do you know what I mean? since two days. <laughs> <laughs> No, you we got. We won't uh, go into details. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you got Anti Town, New Beginnings, and uh, True Love. Yeah, True Love is the one that was in the football ground, right? Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that's sick. That one with the fucking flares and shit. Yeah. Me and you Cheers. were talking about the football things. You want to just quickly go over that? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know this. Yeah. Is that? Oh, thank you, because I didn't know it. Oh, I need to know. He said, "Have you seen our new video?" And I said, "What? The one with Chris?" And he goes, "No, we've got a third one out." I'm like, Jesus. And I, he showed me on his I, phone. I, I, th- I think you would be interested wearing the, 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 the Arsenal jersey. I've got an Arsenal know? jersey on now, even though they fucking lost the Not that there's any wins. flares in your stadium, but whatever, you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the trousers this time. No one even, no one even so, speaks. No, it's 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 respect, respected Dennis Burkham, but whatever. You know? Yeah, legend, legend. So the video, um, man, like, you, yeah, you was explaining to me. Um, we just, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm big on football. Really yeah. big. I'm, I'm into the whole culture. I'm into everything. You know, like I, I, I go to football a lot. I wa- go watch my team away and and at home. Uh, but um, the thing is, you know, like that to me, like hardcore football, the whole thing around it, like that. That's just part of my life too. You know, and like you're a bit of a fuck, really. You're a bit of a hooligan. <laughs> nah, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say that. But like, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I mean. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm, the, uh, I'm fucking with you. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. The um, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? The uh, no, we were just. I just wanted to put that. You know, like I just wanted to put that feeling in a song too. You know, like I mean, all of you guys are in the football, so I mean, you 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 understand what I'm saying. You, know, you grow up at a club. Your dad takes you maybe the first time. Or you go with your friends or whatever. Like my dad took me the first time when I was nine or eight. And the thing is, that ever since has been playing an important role in my life too. I know for some people, not into sports, go like, that's fucking insane. Like, how can you like shit like that? Because it's, you know, like, it's nothing that you build, it's nothing that you think, but it's just a feeling you grow up with. It is what it is. You yeah, know? Yeah, and, like, and if people don't understand, well, it doesn't matter. But like, and I thought, if I can put that feeling into a song in a hopefully non-cheesy way, you know, which I think... It's for everybody else to decide, but I think we managed to not do it in a cheesy way. I think you fucking, yeah. You've yeah. done it really, really, really well. Because the thing that's done in punk annoy a lot. Yeah. And I not know really in hardcore, in it's kind of like, I have the feeling in hardcore you can't do stuff like that because people are like, eh, you know, like that, that doesn't belong in there. You know, it's got to be about hardcore. It's got to be about this and that, you know, but like. Struggle. It's got yeah. to yeah. be walking down the street with a fucking pit bull. And yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. which is good if people, you know, like it's everybody their own. But like, I mean, the thing is, the, I just, I just feel like, why? I mean, it's authentic. I'm not lying. It's exactly. part of my life, you exactly. know? So the, the thing is, and I know so many people that are very much in the weekend. If they don't go to a show or they don't play, they're at football, go to the pub before, go to the pub after, make yeah. it a whole thing, you know? Another passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I do. Well, yeah. there you go. And that's so, that's, you know, like, 
so people can act like it's not there, but that's also there. And and how important this is, someone's for everybody to decide themselves, you know. But I'm just saying, you know, that's what we try to we try to get that feeling about across about, you know, like being dedicated to that thing and just feeling that thing the way I do, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's about passion, right? You're not yeah. gonna, you're not going to say something well unless yeah. you're passionate about it. Yeah, Otherwise exactly. You're just talking shit. Exactly. No, and, that, and the thing is, um, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, and that that is exactly the feeling I I tried to get across with that, or we tried to get across with that, and that worked out. And for that song, like we got like we got a whole bunch of football people together, you know. We had hey, everybody, yeah. what, do a lot of people want to be in this, you know, and like especially the ultras at our club, they like took a liking to it, you know, it's great. The world release show started lighting flares inside the venue. It was Oh was yeah, great. I see that fucking picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah was was, oh man, it looked wild, man. It was it's insane. Mad, yeah. I announced a song and it lit the flares and... Yeah, the picture's insane. Wait, like, yeah. was, like, I'm not, I've not seen any of this. There's a know? fucking flare in the middle of the show and it's just everywhere. And I was like, looking at this visual picture, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Man? You guys ever played yeah. Cafe Bluff in Ireland? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where it is. Ah, that's our hometown. Ah. And we always play the release shows at Marcel because he's the one that's why underground music lives you know oh, okay. Okay. so and um, but it was very it was it was great we just stopped the show for 15 minutes and I'm like fuck this is the fourth song the show was over you know but then it took one song and it was as crazy as it was before but without flares at that point but it was so you know like I'm just saying you know like that is it also cross contaminated so to speak with them because those were guys that were not so much into the scene or the music but they came and they really liked it they were in a pit the whole time had a great time you know and maybe some of those people get into the music you know so where can people find the video that haven't seen it like YouTube uh, YouTube yeah YouTube it's on that uh, hardcore worldwide channel you know you can, you can easily find it type in both yeah. for Paint True Love yeah. and you'll find it as soon as you type it in it'll just come up and have all the videos straight away like, yeah. plus with all the albums and stuff and YouTube mixes yeah, yeah. yeah so go and yeah. check that out man that's a fucking a dope video man cheers so, Rob man we're gonna wrap up because we know you're a busy man um I want to say thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, taking no the problem. time out to come hang with us, man. My You've pleasure. A real G. Oh. oh. Ginger G. <laughs> <laughs> a real G. You mean That's a real ginger? Yeah. A ginger. A ginger. Now, I've got one more final question like, yeah. that I'd like to ask you, man. Uh, what's your opinion on, opinion on like how hardcore has changed over 20 years? Like, me and you it's was having a deep conversation uh, uh, about uh, I know you're not going to everything, but like... No, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, how has it changed... I mean, it's, it's good and bad. Be, be, I don't. It's 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 hard to say. You know, I know we were talking about are we maybe you know do we come across like people? How did people see us when we were coming up? You know, and maybe said ah, oh, this bullshit is way too tough. You know that that heavy riffs is metal in hardcore. What the fuck is this all about? How did we get to that question? What was we? Basically, we you just we, lost it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no what I'm saying is how did you gotta we stay get, after trucks you what know? got that not, not, how, not how hardcore has changed but there was a specific thing we was talking about where I said I think we were saying that we you started getting me to incriminate people old people judge younger bands yeah we, was, people, we were saying do we maybe look at younger bands do we look at do, do, do we look at younger bands now the way that the way that other, older people look at us back then context, you know? what, the, yeah. the, what I'm trying to say it's so. a generational thing isn't it yeah, yeah. it is yeah. So I mean, so, mate. I, I, mean I like a lot of I like a lot of new bands too but I mean like I think more than 
don't get me wrong, there's always been, there's always, Hardcore's never been completely political, completely this, completely that. People try to make it out like, oh, but it was way more authentic and it was way more this. And it was, there were always people that didn't take it seriously. There were always people that weren't really seen. There were always people, there was always like people that fake shit. There's always been there, you know? Maybe not in the, in the, as huge as it is now because Hardcore's grown pretty big. When I got into Hardcore, maybe there were like, 40 or 50 European bands that you could actually yeah maybe in practice space that were actually playing out yeah, you know for real. and now I mean there's 40 there's 40 bands in London alone maybe I don't know I'm just saying something but like you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like in a bigger city it's oversaturated it's, yeah but, yeah. but I mean what's oversaturated people do what they want to do but the yeah, thing yeah. is like um, I feel like it's very very extremely short lived it bums me out when there's a good band like you know like a good band that people maybe are not into anymore and like six months because there's a new flavor coming now why can't you yeah. like the band you like i mean if you really truly moved on okay whatever but like there's also ulterior reasons for that people are like oh this is not cool anymore they won't don't want to be seen with the shirt anymore because like oh you're still into that band you know like come on you know like i mean yeah. that bums me out you know like i mean especially you know people that have been doing a shitload for the scene and putting a lot of energy and life into uh, you know time of the life into it you know mm. dedicating time and then you know like not getting appreciated because you don't play the latest flavor or the latest trend or whatever that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. weird to me you know like and and i don't like that but yeah. and, all the, and all the same if you do start changing people are like why are you playing this new stuff like yeah why are you sounding like what, what are you doing that for <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. like i said i mean in all honesty come and go back to that i mean but what do you expect me to do you expect me to put out eight albums to sound like Reclaiming the Crown. Yeah, yeah I guarantee yeah. you would hate that. Yeah. Everybody would hate that, believe me, you know? Yeah. But you can never do it, you know, like but but right now, I mean I like it how bands are coming up and this and that, you know, but like it's that's that's great. I mean scene is alive and well. But you know, like I mean, uh, we could do, we could do with a lot of, a lot more true support for each other. You know, even though you like, I think European bands could get a bit more support. Like, I feel oh like, yeah, yeah. And this is no hate to like my, my, my people over in the in the states or because they have, I think they have, they have the best bands really. Oh yeah, as, 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 as yeah. sad as it is, but they can have a band that will start a year ago and there would be headline over, band over bands that have been around for 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. In Europe. And I feel like it's because people in Europe don't seem to like support their own as much. Same thing in the UK. Yeah, though, but I mean. yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. That is too bad. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. You know, you should be looking, don't only look at what you like, you know, like, I mean, it's, it sounds weird, but if you're trying to be a scene, if you're trying to be what we're trying to be with hardcore, you yeah. also got you also got to support bands that you don't like musically, or maybe you don't even like a couple of people in a band. You know, like you yeah. got to just you got just got to look at it as a whole. You know, if you don't look at it as a whole and you you're not prepared to support, you know, whenever let's say whatever if if Mabel comes to town, there's 400 people, but you got to also want to have 400 people there when Iron House plays, and the got people can I say yeah, but the, <laughs> what? Yeah. I won't no. compare them. Yeah. No, but, but no, 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 no but the yeah. thing is, you know, like it's your it's your scene, you know, like yeah, you wanna, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. like why would you not like you know if you yeah. like going to shows, are you in it? Are you in it? You know, just to support the best bands, or you? I understand yeah. if you got limited time and you got yeah, kids yeah. and whatever. I understand, but like, there's a lot of youthful people, you know. Like, I was always interested in knowing what came before what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean. The, the thing is you know like it's I still you know I, I still want to know like what new bands are doing or young bands are doing and I still want to get into it you know oh, yeah, Slope, man. sloping 
Slope being the perfect example, I think. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, band, yeah exactly. Right. That band exactly. Fucking thick. We want to get him in here on this, man. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that, that is the thing, you know. Like, but, but you know, the, those are those are those are really nice kids and everything and whatever, you know. But like, I mean, uh, there's no buts. But I mean, there's a scene there that thinks that when you're into the newer bands, you can be supporting, you know, like all the bands or it's people that the bands have been around, you know, like, and it's, it's like just... Like a one or the other thing. Yeah. All inclusive. It's, it's like... There's also, like, the older people who just don't want to support. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah. also it's a thing. The other way. That's also a thing, you know. I always get posts from, like, people that have been in the scene from a long time saying, oh, you shit now. Back in the day, I and I feel like yeah, you're bullshit. doing the same thing that yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. You back have to in, be open as well. Back in the day, it wasn't always great either. No, it know? wasn't exactly. Yeah, remember a Cardiff show of fifteen people, you know, like yeah, that's I, I'm just saying, you know, it was always it's always like that, you know, like it wasn't better back in the day. It was just different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. and um, but just a little bit more, you know, like trying to just you know, like it's, it's just sounds cheesy, but if you support each other a little bit more, you know, like everybody's part of this stuff, you know. Do you want a hug? Yeah, please, <laughs> please, please do. No, Rob, man, no, I want to say thank you once again, man. Have you got any final thoughts, like anything you want to leave? Any words of wisdom? No, I just want to thank you guys for being on here. It's just uh, it's been no, a man, pleasure. Thank you for having you us, know? man. We know yeah, that. Like, yeah, I like what you I like what you guys are doing a lot. So that's great. I've been uh, listening to all the podcasts. Sometimes had a good laugh. So, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> well, that is when I can't understand what you're saying, Wema. But like, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. But no, no, it's it's, it's good. Like, keep it going. It's great. And you watch um, him on stage later saying reclaiming the clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it, there, man. Rob from Born from Pay. Thank you very much, man. You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London.